Hello, my name is John Turner and I'm the Head of Distribution Systems, part of the Smart Infrastructure Business at Siemens. And one of my passions is speaking to the talented members of our team and talking through their personal journeys into Siemens and more importantly, their journeys into the field of engineering. Everybody's experience of what it is to be an engineer is undoubtedly different. But through this mini podcast series, we'll explore how the role of the engineer has changed and how now, more than ever, engineers are the problem solvers who help technology have impact. And today, in episode two of this series, we meet Jack Cowan. Now, Jack is an apprentice turned employee who works at our Heaven site up in the Northeast, which is a supporter of an array of customers with their electrical infrastructure. Jack's job title is Craftsman, which is an apt description of what he does with the skilled team at Heaven, working in some cases with legacy switchgear, repairing and providing life extension servicing with the latest in electrical infrastructure. And Jack's had a hand in that too. I think we'll start by asking Jack, could you introduce yourself, where you're from and what you do at Siemens? I'm Jack Owen. I'm from Sunland, 24-year-old. I could say I'm a craftsman at Heaven, working on all SI gear from switch gear to up to NXR Plus. Been in the engineering company since leaving school now and I couldn't have planned it any better. So Jack, let's go back to school. And for you, that's a lot shorter than for someone like me. But what was the sort of interest? What were your areas that you really enjoyed? Uh, a couple of areas I did really enjoy was a, a lot ha- more hands-on and challenging roles. I took uh, ICT and electronics as a sub-subject. I've always had, like, had a knack for finding out problems and wanting to solve them. And when I was in electronics, working on uh, circuit boards, uh, PCBs, I, I really enjoyed understanding how things worked. That really twigged me interest in using it as like towards my career. Brilliant. And do you reckon that was those lessons or do you think it went even further back to sort of when you were younger, even primary school, Jack? Uh, I would say so, yeah. Like uh, you've got a lot of lads who would uh, like to build cars, but that starts way back in primary. Uh, Even then you've got certain exercises would make you uh, want to know how things are built or like, oh, if I do this, what's the outcome going to be? I guess at that age of sort of 14, 15, 16, yeah, you're influenced by the lessons that you're enjoying and start to shape your thinking. But was there an individual or someone who particularly inspired you to take the pathway that you did? Um, I know my dad gave us a big kind of role model or someone to uh, look at because throughout his career, he's worked in many things and each one of them being something which has challenged him. And yeah. his uh, job, he's always said, He's enjoyed it, and I've always thought, well, if that's what challenges him and that's what he enjoys, why can't that be me too? So, yeah, so de- definitely someone who, as you say, a role model. Was there anyone in particular in school? Was there a certain teacher or uh, someone uh, that influenced you towards engineering? Maybe not uh, a teacher as such, but I would say anyone who was in the, the section of my school which done more hands-on work. I felt like I had more of a uh, connection with them because it was something I was really striving to be good at. So you, you get to 16, Jack, you've chosen your subjects and you're into your GCSEs and then it's thinking where, where's next. How did you find out about what apprenticeships Siemens had available for you to apply to? My school had an opening day in the main hall. There'll be loads of uh, different 
desk set up with people from all different types of work backgrounds. It just so happens I went to uh, one desk and there was flyers being put out for Siemens. Morton, well, I think it was like a four-year apprenticeship, but it would take us through college and a lot of um, education side of it as well. And I thought, well, there's no better thing I could really go for. It's exactly the route I would want to take. And I'd be learning as I was working. So just to think, Jack, we could have lost you to dentistry, couldn't we? We could have lost you to a, a job. Yeah. I've got putting fillings in, but thank goodness we didn't. We got you into Siemens. Let's take you back to your apprenticeship. You're straight out of school. You're into that the apprenticeship program. What would you say, you know, a couple of things from your apprenticeship that are still important to you now as in a more, more mature role? I would say me people skills have massively took a positive turn. Yeah. Um, I was always a bit of a shy kid. When you're putting an apprenticeship with, I'm sure it was about 20, 25 lads, brand new never met them before and you're just obviously not forced to work but like you're encouraged to work with new people and in joining the apprenticeship it's really helped us to just be comfortable to talk to anyone if whether it be a problem or just a general chat it's really helped us in that sense do you know what though you know what's really nice about that is is that you know you automatically think it's about engineering skills and uh, how to become a better technician whereas example you've given there is it's life skills as well it will take you on into you know hopefully more more established roles in Siemens and, and even more managerial roles in Siemens so it's, it's nice nice to hear that bridge yeah the apprenticeship has helped us in a lot of ways confidence being one of them and believing that I am good at what I'm, I do and it's yeah. because of the apprenticeship which has been able to do that ahead of joining Siemens did you have any sort of misconceptions or thoughts about Siemens or engineering um, before you joined the organisation? Did the apprenticeship help to get rid of any of those blocks? It did, yeah. Um, relating back to what I said earlier about me, uh, Dad, he's worked in engineering companies before where it has been very repetitive. But come to the end of my apprenticeship, I was invited to come work in the factory to do my NVQ Level 3s. And in doing that, I was shown so many different job roles and switch gears and just new ways of uh, learning like in such a short period of time and it did really interest us to the where I would never be stuck doing one thing there's always something new coming around and there's always something I would say not keep you interested as such but really want you to keep working keep you stimulated keep keep that that learning continual yes, every day exactly. every day is a different day where you're learning something and, and, and that heaven side um jack a site that's got a lot of legacy a lot of heritage there what were your what, what were your lasting first impressions of that first trip into that building i would say a lot of people who've got a willingness to work people keep them busy is like a, a big thing and that you can uh, tell that everyone is wanting to get the job done like everyone who I'd been put with as an apprentice to learn a little bit before coming uh, out my time really understood uh, their job role, really, and uh, done the job to the best of their abilities. So that kind of quest to keep, you know, the, the really high quality work and, and, and producing well for the customer, it's still a big thing, isn't it, Jack? Yeah, really big thing. And I was taught from the start, if I have a uh, question, just ask, or if I've got a uh, an issue or I've got a different view just put it out there and there's no wrong answers or wrong questions more like everyone kind of invites different ideas or 
even different solutions to problems which are happening. You've met a lot of people in, in that business um, and you talk really well about your dad inspiring you and being a role model at that point of your life when you were choosing your early career. But is there anyone that's particularly inspired you in Seaman or at this stage of your career? Maybe not an individual person, but maybe as a, a collective, because uh, in heaven, I would say it's more of a team effort to get jobs out on time because you're never just working with one person there could be someone else who has a bit more insight than you from which you, in your work on a job you're working on so i would say everyone has got their own or have as imprinted on this in some way of giving us their knowledge yeah which is like really made us feel by part of their team I love that answer. Fantastic. So let's go on to what you're working on. So obviously, you know, we talked about in the introduction, the kind of the range of things that you've had the ability to work on and to to learn on and to serve customers with in in a highly effective manner. But just sort of give us a give us a little summary, really, of the difference between working on on a legacy asset that could be 40, 50, 60 years old and then something that is brand new, very exciting in terms of tomorrow's world on e-mobility. How do they differ? Uh, they differ massively. Like uh, Working on the old rural switchgear, which, like you say, it's 40, 50, 60-year-old, um, it's a lot simpler. Back then, there was two, three parts of the job, whereas the breakers and switchgear we've got now, it's a lot more complex. They can do the more than just one thing, and they're not any harder or more difficult to put together it's just the versatility in some of the jobs now is so much uh, greater but then going aside from that there's been times where i've been sent away to berlin on just courses to learn new gear which i saw there was i think it was 8d and a10 and it was new gear which is going out and about the country which is going to replace some older stuff yeah and that's like so much is really nothing. So, so again, it's that variance, isn't it? And that, and that knowledge building continually as new gear comes out and as new developments happen, you've got yeah. to just you've got to adjust to that, haven't you? And you've got to you've got to keep your learning there so that you stay on top of your game. Yeah, there's um even day to day, they you could finish one job doing a certain switch gear, and then the next day when you go to ask for another job, you could be put on something completely different and. They straight away, if you've not done it before, it's a learning curve straight from the get-go. I guess you've got to be resilient and you've got to be flexible and you've got to be, you know, you've got to be kind of mobile to deal with that as well. So, again, more skills that you're learning beyond engineering. That's your people skills space again, isn't it? It is. It's, um, like you say, being very versatile, like taking what you've got in front of you and doing it to the best of your ability and doing it right. Like you say, you also get opportunities working off-site in front of clients and customers and you could be faced with a problem which you might have never even uh, seen before yeah. but you use your past knowledge of all the problems and issues which you've dealt with uh, and corrected and apply that to what you're doing right now and i guess for me jack and my, back, my background is is sales that's my pathway to where i am now and there's nothing that's more supportive of a sales conversation than highly effective delivery behind it high quality and often in situations where 
customers are caught short, so emergency situations. And do you get called out to provide emergency support to customers? What's that like? It gives you a fair feeling of importance for a start, but it is really intriguing because it's a totally different ball game being off-site and in customers' eyesight, and they're watching you, and that's basically their impression of our company. Um, you really like do the best of your ability. So at 24 years of age, I want you to look back at 15, 16-year-old Jack or, or whoever's out there now at the moment, you know, Jack or Jacqueline, and I want you to imagine a conversation with them. Tell them what excites you most about working in the role that you do in Siemens and, and your experiences of working here. I'd say the versatility in what I do is really a good striving point and the people I work with really makes us not dread coming into uh, work and the work I'm doing makes us enjoy uh, what I'm doing. I never think another day is going to be the same as the last and you do get people who do dread going to work but I don't I kind of uh, love going into work every day uh, knowing that I'm going to be enjoying what I'm doing I'll tell them to go for it really understand that this isn't just a job to pass by it's a career and besides the job that you will be learning you learn so much more. You learn, like I say, people skills. Your confidence is uh, tenfold. It really is a great place to work. It's a really good character builder. What are you most proud of so far? Um, I'm really proud of changing in myself. Like before starting the apprenticeship, I know I really wanted to do the job I was doing, but I never know how I would get there. And the journey I've taken and shown how much I've learned and shown that I am good enough and I'm really confident in what I'm doing really makes us happy to feel like that I'm just as good as anyone else at my job. And you should be really proud of yourself Jack. Anyone who's listening who's considering an apprenticeship in Siemens they should very much use you as a role model for their own career. Thank you.